go now. And 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. It is 5 o'clock, and this is 20 in a row, Wax 104.5, FM 104.5 in Eau Claire. And at 5 o'clock in the morning, how about we get some early morning news? NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti says residents evacuated from the Getty Fire should prepare to be out of their homes for at least two more days. For the great majority of folks, uh, we are not repopulating tonight. The fire quickly burned through more than 600 acres since starting early Monday morning along the 405 freeway. Officials say about 25,000 people are under mandatory evacuation orders. Los Angeles Fire Department Chief Ralph Terrazas says crews are working as quickly as possible before strong Santa Ana winds return. U.S. officials say ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi has been buried at sea in accordance with Islamic religious rites. Baghdadi was killed Saturday in a U.S. raid in Syria when he detonated a suicide vest. Officials who spoke under condition of anonymity didn't say where the burial was carried out. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, told reporters on Monday only that the body was disposed of appropriately. The man accused of killing five Capitol Gazette workers in Annapolis, Maryland, is now pleading guilty. In a surprise mood, Gerald Ramos is now asking for a jury trial on his mental competence. It comes a week after a psychologist determined he is sane. The five victims died in the paper's newsroom when Ramos opened fire with a shotgun in June of last year. The murder trial had been scheduled to begin next week. A suspect is in custody in connection with a deadly party shooting in North Texas. The Hunt County Sheriff's Office says Brandon Gonzalez was captured at work yesterday at a Greenville area auto dealership. He's accused of killing two people and wounding at least six over the weekend. Deputies are trying to determine the motive, saying it's possible he was targeting just one person but decided to shoot others. And two Americans are facing human smuggling charges after illegal immigrants were found in a semi-trailer over the weekend in Arizona. Tucson Border Patrol agents made the discovery Saturday night while searching the vehicle. Officials say they found 30 people, including a child. The driver and passenger, both U.S. citizens, were arrested, charged with human smuggling. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Can't imagine how much of that guy was left, that ISIS leader. He blew himself up in a one yep. of those suicide vests. Yeah, I don't know that there was much left there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'd be tough to bury him, but yep. anyway, he's gone, and that's the good thing. So, a uh, good move by U.S. military getting rid of that guy. All right, we've got three minutes after 5 o'clock. We've got weather, we've got markets, we've got news. We've got a lot of stuff this morning, as always. More Farm Mutuals rely on Grinnell Re to protect their assets so they can protect their policyholders. In fact, Grinnell Re is the leading reinsurer of Farm Mutuals in the U.S., providing the financial stability they expect with an A rating from AM Best to back it up. So why trust anyone but the leader? Rely on a partner that protects more. More farm mutuals than any other. Reconsider your reinsurer. Visit GrinnellRE.com today. Grinnell Re is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. It's the truckload tire event at Sherrill Tire and Service. Big savings on truckloads of tires now through November 23rd with up to $150 in Goodyear rebates too. Find your location at SherrillTire.com. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And at Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, Dumer's Grain Service in Holman, 
That uh, cash corn price today delivered in the elevator at three forty-eight, and the uh, cash soybean price at eight ninety-nine. That's Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Weather cooler this week, definitely. 42 the high today, but it'll be sunny. Really not much chance of precipitation, so got a little dusting of snow. Maybe some folks got a little more than that overnight, but around here, just a dusting. Tonight, it will get cold down to 22 with partly clear skies. Then tomorrow and Thursday, partly cloudy highs of 37, 40, just cloudy. Maybe, they say in some spot, another one of those flurries. Saturday, partly cloudy and 38, Sunday, chance of some precipitation in a high of 41. Right now it's 32 in Green Bay, 35 in Milwaukee. Madison Sun Prairie at 31 degrees. Wausau 28, Marshfield 27. In La Crosse it's 30 this morning and here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area currently at 27. So we'll go up about 15 today. Should be a nice day. Take your sunglasses along. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Craker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're, we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like one to three dollars per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably uh, I'd say three hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, depending on the size and the mm-hmm. efficiency. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888-947-7828. Steve Craker, the trade ally liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. Try the new Chipotle chicken scrambled egg and avocado breakfast wrap at Panera and pair it with freshly ground and brewed coffee. Breakfast that's fast, not fast food. Panera, food as it should be. Seven minutes after 5 o'clock, again 27 degrees, on our way to about 42 with sunshine today. Let's check the early morning market. Scott, cash livestock numbers. Fed beef steers are at 96 to 108. Fed beef heifers, 96 to 108. Fed Holstein steers, 85 to 94. Cows are at 46 to 52. Bulls, 60 to 72. Butcher hogs are at 32 to 39. Sows, 20 to 50. And boars, 8 to 12. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at a dollar to a dollar 60. And feed lambs are at a dollar to 177 at the mercantile exchange it looks like livestock futures a little higher in the trade yesterday at the close the december live cattle contract was at 11660 that was up 52 february live cattle 12172 up 65 april 12320 up 60 feeder cattle for november 14572 that was up 35. January at 141.60 was unchanged. March, 140.85. That was up a dime. And April feeder cattle, 142.42, up 17. Lean hogs for December at 65.65, up 72. February at 73.97, up 62. April at 79.90, up 35. And May hogs at 85.42 were down 20. Board of Trade, quiet trade continues as the harvest tries to come off, and uh, we're dragging behind. December corn down a fraction at 383. March also down a fraction at 393. December oats at 296. 
Soybeans for November down a penny at 9.19. March beans also down a penny at 9.46. Soybean meal for December down a half a dollar a ton at 3.03.50. Wheat for December unchanged 5.11. Barrel cheese up a quarter of a cent, 2.25 and a quarter. Blocks up two at 2.14 and a quarter. So a real disparity in those prices. Butter up two and a quarter at 2.08 and a quarter. The October Class 3 remained unchanged. 1867, November up another 13 cents yesterday, 1968, December up two at 1859, January up two at 1761, February up three at 1704 as prices were mixed out through the rest of 2020. Nine minutes after five, we've got the, the crop report to take a look at and do we have a deal or do we not with China they talked last week about, oh, they're going to buy 40 to $50 billion worth of U.S. products, but uh, it's not a done deal yet. And, of course, uh, young people getting ready, in fact, on their way to Indianapolis for the annual National FFA Convention, 92nd already. And that will take place uh, starting tomorrow through the weekend down in Indianapolis. And uh, other folks from the Chippewa Falls High school equestrian team returning from their state competition, and they did very, very well. So we got a lot to talk about. First of all, though, I want you to listen to Scott and this report from Synergy Cooperative. The frost has been on the pumpkin. We're at the end of October. It's getting downright chilly outside. This is Scott Schultz with another Synergy Cooperative agronomy and nutrition update. Today I'm with Alice Staffney, a Synergy nutritionist. I hope you have your winter coat on and you're all bundled up and ready for this cold week. I sure am. I brought out the winter jacket and those winter boots are looking mighty nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And with that cooler weather, we have to turn our attention to the animals, of course, and we have to get some calves transitioned into uh, getting ready for that cold weather. What do we have to do for them nutritionally and everything else? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Some of the major changes we see in in bedding. Straw is normally really nice just because they can really burrow into it and stay nice and warm. And then um, offering water is always important because that keeps the feed intake up. And then some other things are we can add fat supplements to milk replacers or whole milk just to keep our percent solids up. Or we can increase the milk replacer that we're feeding just to keep the percent solids up because our energy requirements get so significant in the wintertime as compared to summer. And then another key point is making sure that the milk replacer or milk is being fed at the correct temperature, which is going to be about 105, and uh, that just ensures correct utilization of what we're trying to get into them. And while I have you on the phone, let's talk a little bit about corn silage if we could. What's the corn silage harvest looking like, and what's the feed value and everything uh, that you've seen so far this year with corn silage? Yeah, it's definitely been um, a different year. I think we can all attest to that, at least to some extent, with getting it in late this spring and trying different day lengths of corn silage varieties. Most of it seems to be off. There was a couple that were going last week still, which seems pretty late. And then with the freeze that occurred, we're definitely going to see a change in the overall dry matter or moisture, whichever way you want to look at it. It's been some nice stuff. We're feeding a lot more fresh this year just due to the feed shortage, but we normally have to increase the overall starch levels on the rations, but we still can do that. We just need to be a little more careful feeding fresh corn silage. 
And if people have any questions about uh, how to deal with those changes in the rations and the balancing, everything uh, that's going on this year, that's a little bit different twist. Give you a call at Synergy Co-op, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's Alice Staffney, Synergy Cooperative Nutritionist. This is Scott Schultz with another Synergy Agronomy and Nutrition Update. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. All right, good stuff there from Synergy Co-op, Scott and Alice. Be a good name for a sitcom, Scott and Alice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 13 minutes after 5 o'clock while we're trying to get some work done. What's this latest crop report showing, Scott? You're right. Farmers are trying, but Mother Nature is causing the current corn and soybean harvest to be the slowest in 10 years. As of Sunday, farmers had only harvested 41% of their corn. The average is 61% by now, but we're still ahead of 2009 when only 20% of the corn was off by now. The Dakotas are the furthest behind, with North Dakota only 6% harvested and South Dakota only 14% finished. Soybeans are a little better with 62% of the crop now in the bin, but that's still 16% behind the five-year average. Here in Wisconsin, the corn harvest is just 13% finished, 31% behind last year, and 24% behind our five-year average progress for the end of October. The corn silage harvest is normally about done by now, but this year it's at just 81% finished. State farmers have also harvested 46% of their soybeans, about 11% behind last year and 21% behind our five-year average. As of Sunday, farmers had put up 84% of their fourth crop hay, harvested 96% of their oats, and planted 69% of their winter wheat, all behind normal progress. Yeah, and there's still a lot of ruts out in those fields. What are some of the local folks saying as far as some of the counties around the area and progress they are making or, or not making? Well, as we expect, in Barron County, we started out frustratingly wet, but by midweek, field operations were again in full swing. There were lots of soybeans coming off under 20% moisture. The corn silage chopping was wrapping up. In Sawyer and Rust County, the Rust County received one to three inches of rain last week, depending on where you were. Most likely, nobody was in the fields for harvesting through that time, and it'll be another week or two there if they don't get any more rain, according to that reporter. St. Croix County, farmers are frustrated that they haven't been able to get into the fields, and that's wraps that all up. Tremplo County, minimal harvesting was able to be done in the past week. Two to three inches of rain fell there all day with soakers early in the week and cloudy weather coming until Friday. Uh, hard freeze on the 24th was followed by a sunny day, uh, allowing the harvest of the soybean crop to once again start. Portage and Wood County, the cranberry harvest continues with good yields and color. Uh, one field, uh, fourth crop hay that they know of has been made soybean harvest continues in the dry field as the field dries out 
and beet harvesting was nearing completion. There was a little bit of activity in the cornfields. Down in Vernon County, they had a cooler week of with rain off and on. Soybeans and corn silage harvest had uh, been able to progress between the weather. Farmers are anxious due to the delay of harvesting and are hoping for some dry days. Yes, we are hoping for some dry days in the fields because it is wet in many many areas. Well, FFA members heading to Indianapolis for the 92nd annual FFA convention. We heard from Colin Weltzine, our state president, yesterday about uh, Wisconsin's involvement down there. And as always, Wisconsin will have a big involvement down there. You know, I asked him, I said, what's the theme of this year's convention? He said, there is no theme. They're not going to use a theme anymore because, uh, I don't know, he said they they want to focus. They want to be all-encompassing and not focus in maybe just one area. So from now on, there will be, I don't know if that's going to transfer over into the state FFA convention, but uh, the national convention has no theme. It's just the 92nd national FFA convention in Indianapolis. So we wish all of our folks that are heading down that way safe travels. Good luck in the competition and uh, a lot of folks and we'll we'll play uh, or talk about some of the young people from our area that are involved in some of the competition. Amelia Hayden from down at Bigfoot down in uh, southeastern Wisconsin, past FFA president. She's involved as a state candidate for national office, also a star farmer candidate, or not a star farmer, but uh, one of the stars. I don't remember offhand just exactly which one it is. So she's been down there for a while. Of course, we've got members in the national band, national chorus, and speaking contest, and uh, boy, all kinds of agri-science fair projects, and just a lot of folks, as always, from Wisconsin at the National FFA Convention. All right, coming up, hemp. More stories on hemp, hemp processing. We'll find out the latest on that. Coming up, it's about 18 minutes after 5 here at Wax. Herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, stabilizers. They're all part of a complete crop protection and plant health plan. And thanks to the True Choice offer, saving money on them is easier than you think. Because when you fund a True Choice prepay account, you earn savings on more than 100 crop protection products from Corteva AgriScience. You can choose the True Choice prepay savings option that's right for you with 3% savings on every purchase when you fund with financing or 5% savings with cash. All savings are upfront, as in no rebates, so there's no waiting and no hassles. And if you don't have cash in your pocket right now, True Choice also offers flexible financing, featuring short-term loans with competitive rates that are easily accessible through your local retailer. Plus, get even more savings with Corteva Cash with a qualifying Pioneer brand product purchase. Ask your local crop protection retailer or Pioneer sales representative about the True Choice offer. More choices, more savings. It's year two of the hemp growing here in Wisconsin. The legal hemp growing, that is. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. Hemp, just like any other crop, probably had its ups and downs with weather and everything else this year, Josh. Yeah, that's certainly correct, Scott. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And when it comes to hemp, there are a lot of questions floating around about it. What do you look for in a processor? How do you get your product ready for the processor? And our very own Reba McClone has more. 
when it comes to growing hemp in Wisconsin, I think there's a lot of questions out there. How do you harvest it? What do you do once you've harvested it? And where do you take your final product? Benjamin Grant, who's a soil scientist at Stand Fast Farm, which focuses on CBD hemp, shared with me some of the details about what to do in the second half of growing hemp and also shed a little light on how the state overall is doing. I've seen a lot of beautiful fields in Wisconsin this year. Um, we've gotten a lot of rainfall, so there's been challenges for folks, but generally the plants are looking healthy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with what Wisconsin can do. When people are looking to harvest hemp, about what time of year should they be expecting that to come around, and what should they be looking for on the plants specifically? So the farmers in Wisconsin have had to, fa- have had to uh, file a 30-day harvest report with the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, which is the regulatory agency managing this. So um, they've already, hopefully, they've already filled out that paperwork. The state compliance tester comes out and uh, takes the samples out of the field to make sure that the the hemp has less than the federal level of 0.3% THC, that it's not a drug crop. And then... um, once they have their fit for commerce certificate from the state, then they have 10 days to harvest. So in that 10 day harvest window, um, you know, the weather allowing farmers are going out. There's lots of different ways to harvest. Uh, the important part is getting it out of the field and getting it into a suitable dry space as quickly and as efficiently as possible. What should the plant look like when people, if if they haven't contacted the, uh, if they haven't contacted DAPCAT yet, what should they be looking for when the plant would be ready and they need to get that notice in? Sure. So generally these plants are going to be ready from now about mid-September to as long as the weather can hold out to maybe third week of October. But the plants are going to be, you know, hopefully covered in flowers, um, the white pistils that uh, cover the flowers early in flowering will start to senesce, so they start to turn kind of orange-brown, and that's a good sign that the plant is maturing. Uh, the buds will swell and be covered in, in resin glands, so the trichomes are the are little sticky resin parts that some people might be familiar with. Those start to go milky to white, and then from white to amber or orange, that that amber color change is actually oxidation. So that means that uh, oxygen from the atmosphere is degrading the CBD and the other components within that resin gland, and that's absolutely a sign that the plants are mature and should be harvested. When people are looking to harvest, what is the best process for that? Is there a lot of equipment out there or is a lot of by-hand harvesting? I think a lot of folks are going to be harvesting by hand. I think Wisconsin... uh, vast majority of of hemp farmers is this is the first real year of hemp growing um did smaller plots you know from half an acre to maybe a few acres so hand harvesting going out there and cutting off the biggest flowers first uh some people are cutting whole plants and hanging them up in barns as far as the availability of harvesting equipment i'm seeing modified combines so like corn silage combines that are just a little bit slightly modified Um, I think that's less applicable in Wisconsin uh, as far as the weather, um, allowing people to chop and drop. So chop and drop is a technique they're using in more desert and dry locations like Colorado, where they can actually just cut the base of the plant, lay it over in the field, and then the sun will dry the plants. We can't do that in Wisconsin because 
because of the humidity. So um, you really need to cut the plant, remove it, and bring it to the dry space. Um, the dry space needs to be environmentally controlled uh, to, to make sure that it dries efficiently and doesn't degrade in the drying process. You've brought up the fact that it needs to be dried. What's the purpose behind the drying, and then what are some of the best processes? Absolutely. Yeah, these plants need to be dried um, down to about 6 to 8% moisture. Um, that means that the stem is going to crack uh, once it's dry. Um, all the leaves will be crispy dry. Um, yeah, for for preservation and and, uh, and and delivery to a processor, the plants need to be dried uh, and remove, hopefully removed from the stems. So the large stems don't have any of the valuable CBD and they kind of just get in the way and dilute the product. So, um, yeah, whole dried plants... Uh, need to be shucked or debutted down into containers, and that can be delivered to processors. And most people should have had a processor figured out by this point, I would think. But say you're kind of falling behind on that, what should you be looking for in a quality processor? So in Wisconsin this year, we've seen hundreds of new processing companies uh, start up and Many of those are just installing their equipment now. Um, some of them have received contracts from farmers. Others haven't. A lot of farmers are reticent to sign contracts with these new processors because they don't know what kind of products and reliability uh, that company is going to provide. So I know a, a lot of farmers have have no standing contracts, and they're actively seeking the processors. This is a difficult situation because normally my best advice for farmers to, to find their processing partner would be to examine their equipment, meet with them, get references from farmers who've worked with them in years past. And this year we have so many startup farmers and startup processors that there's a lot of faith that's going to go back and forth. And I really encourage the farmers to go visit the processor. Don't just talk to them over the phone or email. Go visit them, examine their equipment, talk to them face-to-face, see what they can do, and go over the contracts. And don't be afraid to push the contract back over that table and say, I don't like this part. I want to change the percentage. I want a guaranteed delivery time, something of that sort, whatever uh, you can be agreeable to. You've talked a lot about some of the CBD hemp. What about regarding industrial hemp for, like, fiber? I have not seen a single industrial, quote, industrial uh, fiber or seed farm in Wisconsin this year. It's definitely not been my focus, but I know last year um, all of the seed crop basically failed. It wasn't fit for commerce because the weather had degraded it, um, and it it was not good quality. So also the fiber uh, crops, don't. there's no processing center for fiber hemp in Wisconsin that I'm aware of. So that industry is going to take time to develop. Uh, uh, we really need a fiber processing center within, you know, somewhere in Wisconsin to, to efficiently do that. Uh, the, a big cost of fiber and seed crop hemp is, is transportation from the field to the processor. So unless the processor's right smack dab in the middle of the state, you're going to en- end up spending a lot uh, of the money um, on transport, which brings down your, your margin of profit. And again, that's uh, Benjamin Grant, who's uh, in the business, Stan First Farms, the soil scientist, and what to look for when you're into that processing. And some new rules have come out. We'll talk about that here in the future when we get a chance to look those over 
and uh, see what's going on with some proposed new hemp rules to get more growers in the state. But uh, right now, that's where we're at. 28 minutes after 5 o'clock, 27 degrees, 42 and sun today. And uh, speaking of sun, hey, in March, we'll be going to a little sunnier climate, a little warmer climate, too. Our next farm tour goes to Costa Rica and Panama. We'll sail right through the Panama Canal. It's time for you to find out more at some travel parties about our tour. November 6th at the Holiday Vacations Conference Center on Henry Avenue in Eau Claire at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. And the next day, November 7th, in Marshfield, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. at the Holiday Inn Hotel and Conference Center right on South Central Avenue. Come to the free travel parties and find out about our trip to Costa Rica and Panama in March. Chippewa Valley HelpWanted.com salutes the employee of the month, the one who works hard for that special parking space and shiny brass plaque. Wouldn't you like more of them and fewer? Well, let's just call them Dave. Oh, hey, Dave. Hey, Mr. Employee of the Month. What you been up to? Oh, just consistently meeting my sales projections, uh, adjusting my workflow to compensate for <clears throat> low-performance staff, and uh, still finding time to brew that second pot of coffee when the first one runs out. Uh, how, how about you, Dave? Oh, me? Well, let's see. I made an origami hippo out of your Q4 report. And I set it up with an InstaFace page. Already has 22 winks from the other Daves. Love the hippo, Dave! Thanks, Dave. See? Dave gets it. Yeah. We believe local businesses should be packed with more local employees of the month and fewer Daves. Chippewa Valley Help Wanted.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Premier Livestock at Withy is having a special feeder cattle auction on October 29th at 11 a.m. Selling stock cows, beef feeders, and Holstein feeders, expecting 600 to 800 head. Wednesday, October 30th at 11 a.m., they're having a dairy cattle auction featuring five herd dispersals, three excellent quality conventional herds, and two certified organic herds, jerseys, and crossbreds. Selling the majority of conventional dairy cows, followed by organic dairy cows. Check their website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And it's time to take a look at some of our local news. We're going to turn it to Scott here in a moment. But first of all, locally, congratulations, because over the weekend, the Chippewa Falls High School equestrian team won the Wisconsin Interscholastic Horsemanship Association State Championship for the seventh year in a row. The head coach is Kara Shuler. The team members include Ruth Ann Hale, Larissa, and Ross Kaz. Kelly Crow, Lisa Landwehr, Avery Michaels, and Natalie Schuler. Nice they let a boy on that team. <laughs> but congratulations. Seven years in a row they've done it, and uh, maybe eight. got to double-check that, but uh, it's been a long domination by the Chippewa Falls High School equestrian team and Coach Kara Schuler. They've uh, done a wonderful job over the years and bring back another state championship. So congratulations. What else is going on, Scott? The woman at the center of a murder trial in Menominee said she had to stab her ex-boyfriend 16 times. Ezra McCandless said she killed Alexander Woodworth last summer in self-defense. She told jurors yesterday that she kept stabbing him because he wouldn't let go of her. Her lawyers are painting Woodworth as dangerous and obsessed with her and obsessed with cannibalism. 
Governor Tony Evers wants Wisconsin to take full advantage of next year's census. The governor yesterday ordered the creation of another task force, this time to focus on counties, accounting everyone in the state. The governor's new complete count committee will lead the effort to count everyone in Wisconsin, whether they are in this country legally or not. Evers said hundreds of billions of dollars are on the line in that 2020 census, and he doesn't want to miss out. A new poll shows many Wisconsin voters don't believe chronic wasting disease is spreading across the state. The latest Marquette poll said 46% of people in the state believe CWD is staying the same, and 7% believe it's decreasing. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources believes otherwise. Officials there say about 1,100 deer tested positive for CWD in 2018. That's nearly 1,000 more than 10 years ago. The DNR is planning to collect samples during this year's gun season. And sorry, Cheddar, Wisconsin lawmakers have a different chief cheese in mind. A handful of lawmakers in Madison want to declare Colby as the state's official cheese. The state recognizes Wisconsin cheeses as the state's official dairy product, and the lawmakers say they want to update that designation. They want Colby cheese to be the chief representative of Wisconsin cheese offerings. I wonder why. We've got so many great varieties. Why yeah, single why Colby, obviously, down. is, you know, center of the state to identify as Colby, but uh, boy, we right. make a lot of good cheese here. A lot of all different kinds yeah. of cheeses are hey, great. Hey, go back yeah. to this uh, the stabbing story. 16 times. What did you say she was obsessed with? No, he was obsessed. Her, lawyer, her lawyers are saying that he's dangerous and obsessed with her and cannibalism. So he's obsessed with cannibalism. That's what her lawyer is. Uh, her lawyers are saying yes. <laughs> wonder, wonder what the information they got to prove that. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Holy man, those scary. You hear that word? That gets kind of scary. That's for sure. Yep. But anyway, we'll we'll move on. We've still got a lot of markets to get to and uh, more farm news to get to. We'll hopefully get a look at the calendar because again, things are happening out there. But before we do any of that, we've got to get a look at our weather. Tucker Antico is over in the Skywarn 13 weather room. Good morning, Tucker. <laughs> Tucker, hey. there you are. Made it. <laughs> Just got off of weather. <laughs> All right, let's take, let's take a look at our weather with Tucker over there. And uh, it's cooling off this week. How cool is it going to get? What's happening? Well, overall, the week will be below average. Seems every day, unfortunately. And we'll start off today in the low 40s. The good news with today, though, is we'll have mostly sunny skies, so at least it'll feel a bit warmer. And that wind will be light, which is a huge factor in how it feels outside, especially when it's chilly. So that'll help us out. Don't have as good news for the next few days. Wednesday, Thursday, looking to be mostly cloudy to partly cloudy at best. High temperatures will be in the mid to upper 30s. Low temperatures in the lower 20s. So definitely have that jacket, especially if you're leaving early. And if you're trick-or-treating on Thursday, if you're out in the early evening, I'd expect temperatures to be around 30 degrees. So uh, certainly one of those situations where it'd be nice to somehow find a way to slip a jacket on underneath the costume or something if you're headed outside for a little while. Friday and Saturday will be around 40. Clouds will still be pretty abundant, so mostly cloudy weather is what I'm expecting. And then as we get into Sunday, those temperatures get into the lower 40s again, but we'll be tracking the chance for some snow or rain Sunday and Monday. And that's still a ways out and something we have to watch. But other than that, uh, it looks like a mainly dry but chilly week. So 
have the jacket handy, especially in these mornings coming up. Our average high should be in the low 50s, so we'll be about 10 to 15 degrees below throughout. It is currently 26 degrees in Eau Claire. I'm Skyward 13 meteorologist Tucker Antico. You got your Halloween costume picked out? You know, I, I don't, but uh, I have some ideas. <laughs> Why don't you go as a Penn State football player? Then we can all throw tomatoes and rotten eggs at you. Oh, man, yeah. I think, that'd be, I think I'd have to leave the state. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tucker. Stay warm, buddy. We'll yeah. talk to you in the morning. You too. Have a good one. There he goes. Tucker Antico over at Skywarn 13 this morning. 24 minutes before 6 o'clock, and as he said, 26 degrees, our weather this morning, brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Serving agriculture in rural America is what we do at Ag Country Farm Credit Services. And right now with mortgage rates near historic lows, combined with our customized credit options, it's a great time to give us a call. We offer long-term fixed rates with easy rate conversion options, financing from 5 to 30 years, farm debt consolidation loans with one annual payment, and returned profits through our patronage program. Stop in and see us today at Ag Country Farm Credit Services to learn more. You need agronomy help in the Augusta, Eau Claire area? ANJ Agronomy is the organization for you. And Jody Wilhelm is with us now from ANJ Agronomy. And Jody, tell me a little bit more about ANJ Agronomy as far as what products and services that you offer and how big an area do you cover? We offer um, all kinds of seed, actually. This year was kind of a crazy year for prevent plants. So um, we offer corn and soybeans, and we can get tough grass and sorghum sudan and sorghum so pretty much anything you're looking for uh seed wise we can accommodate um we sell chemical and we also do crop consulting uh and soil sampling and the area we cover um we custom spray about 15 miles around fall creek but uh for seed and chemical and crop consulting we pretty much will go anywhere and jody one of the seed lines that you do handle, Alpharex. How long have you been having Alpharex in your lineup, and what's been the response of farmers to their satisfaction with it? Uh, we've handled Alpharex for about four years, um, and farmers really like it. In fact, we have uh, one farm in Chippewa, and she's had to cut down the protein that she's been supplementing in her feed because the Hygest 360 um, has higher protein, so she's been able to cut back um, it has really good genetics. Uh, this year was a really wet year, and it has uh, resistance to aphenomyces race one and two. And with heavier ground, that's really important to keep a healthy stand. So there is demand for it. So what about seed availability in 2020 from uh, NJ Agronomy? you going to have enough? We will have enough. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we've never had trouble with availability before, um, so we'll... We'll have enough seed for anybody who wants any for um, any of the alforex alfalfa. All right, Jody, thank you. That's uh, Jody Wilhelm with A&J Agronomy in the Fall Creek, Augusta area, an alforex dealer. Twenty-one minutes before six o'clock on a Tuesday morning here at Wax. Cool morning out there. Twenty-six degrees. A little snow fell overnight in many places, including a little dusting here in Eau Claire. Probably a little more up north. And we'll get up about forty-two of sunshine, and the harvest is continuing. So, you know, we schedule meetings based on normal harvest progress, and so some of those meetings are coming up. What do we got going on, Scott? The calendar. 
Well, if you can make it out uh, on Thursday, the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin are having their 2019 Herd Person Workshop over at the Marshfield Ag Research Station. That uh, workshop starts at 9 a.m. With, uh, with a lunch at 11.45. If you still want to get in on that and you still have time to get in on that, uh, look up PD, pdpw.org or give them a call, look up their number. Uh, the PDPW is uh, based in Juneau. But pdpw.org, you can go online and register. And they're also having a workshop, by the way, at tomorrow at Arlington, at the Arlington Egg Research Station, if you have the urge to drive. And uh, Chris Cruzy is putting on another concert coming up with the Whitehall FFA in mind. And that is coming up on the 15th and 16th. Those tickets go to tempotickets.com slash Whitehall. That's tempotickets.com slash Whitehall. He was a big hit down there with the Whitehall FFA last year and is expected to be a big show again uh, this uh, November 15th and 16th. And the farmers attending... uh, the registration for the Dairy Strong Conference coming up in January is due November 1st. That's Friday. Go to DairyStrong.org. That's the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, or rather, I'm sorry, the Dairy Business Association's annual conference. That conference is free down at, at Madison at Monona Terrace. It's a great conference, the Dairy Strong Conference. Register, though, by Friday. Um uh, to attend. Um, All right. And other things going on, <laughs> the uh, FSA County Committee elections will be starting soon, and those ballots will be mailed out, uh, I believe, about the 4th of November next week. So uh, make sure you've, uh, if you're in part of the county, every year a third of the county votes to put a member on the FSA County Committee, and those elections are coming up. All right, and uh, other things we've got going on in the calendar. Nobody's got any meals coming up anytime soon. Any churches or anything no, like not, that? I'm not seeing any we'll church meal this weekend. Well, some investigation. But, but, you know, I think there's one coming up at Blair where they have some lutefisk this weekend. I have to find out the yeah, time you, and date. You check on that. Lutefisk, we oh, need that. A, but hey, the Chippewa yeah. County Farmers Union, by the way, are having their annual meeting on the second on Saturday. That's at the Getz Town Hall on Saturday at noon. All right, good enough. So let's look at some items on the calendar. And we're going to take a look at our market information right now. We're going to start at the Equity Barn up at Barron, brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. And here's what Casey has to say about yesterday's sale. For today's sale, unfinished years and heifers sold from $63.50 and down. Cow cows today we topped out at 50.50 with the top 20% selling from 44 to 50, 60% sold from 29.50 to 43.50, and the bottom 20% was selling from 28 and down. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 30 to 60, we topped out at 65. Quality Holstein heifer calves were selling from 35 and down, and light and poor quality calves were selling from 25 and down. The farm markets are being brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. 
Mother Nature Happens. Is your property protected from a catastrophe? McMillan Warner Mutual has been insuring property since 1898. They're your neighbor helping you insure your farm or home against any type of loss. Located at 2510 North Central Avenue, Marshfield. For a listing of licensed agents in your area, visit McMillanWarner.com or call 800-505-1898. That's 800-505-1898. Your local mutual insurance leader. 26 degrees here at Wax 104.5. Scott Herman has the latest from the Equity Sparta Barn. Slaughter cow market was steady to lower with 20% of the cows selling 42 to 55 for the top of 6150. 60% of the cows sold 30 to 42. And 20% of the cows sold 30 and down. Slaughter bulls were lower with high yielding bulls 60 to 70. Canner and utility bulls and bulls over. A ton discounted. Fed cattle were steady with no test today. Choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 104 to 110. Select to choice beef steers and heifers, 92 to 103. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 94 to a dollar. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 90 to 95. Your choice Holstein steers, 82 to 90. And the standard to select steers and heifers, 82 and down. Replacement calves were steady with the top Holstein bull calves, 40 to 70. Your Holstein heifer calves, 20 to 30. And the beef calves, 80 to $1.50. Thank you, Scott. Scott Herman down at the Sparta Equity Barn. Let's go over the Stratford Equity Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is up and at him. Good morning, Jerry. You're always a bearer of good news, and uh, you remembered something that Scott and I didn't think about. Well, I don't know about good news, but anyway, it's... Uh... I was just sitting here this morning looking at some stuff, and, uh, well, for, I mean, obviously there's probably some folks out there that are listening that could remember this vaguely, but uh, October 29th, 1929, 90 years ago already, and uh, uh, everybody knows what happened that day. So it's uh, certainly changed the course no, of history. And, I'll, uh, bet you, I'll bet you there are a lot of people sitting out there. What did happen? Yeah, <laughs> well, it was the, the, well, I guess the great stock market yep. crash. Is stock what, market crash beginning of the Great Depression. Yep, and so it, uh, like I said, it changed the course of history, and it's, uh, you know, it uh, really, uh, really set the country back a long ways. So I guess that's mm-hmm. something we always can, you know, a lot. I don't know how uh, how much they teach history, like when we were in school, but it's still important. Hopefully, uh, at some point in time, we could maybe learn from the past mistakes, but I don't know if that happens. <laughs> I don't know if we can or not, but uh, we could keep trying. Hey, what's going on over at the Stratford Sale Barn? All right, Bob, thank you, and uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, summary from uh, yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. Uh, we'll start out with the market cow auction on yesterday's sale. Of course, cows are uh, selling on a depressed note here as uh, compared to a few weeks ago. Uh, most of the high-yielding cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 42 to 50. Extreme top in the cows yesterday did reach 58. Uh, the majority of the cows yesterday, your average dairy cows, they are selling from 29 to 41. Thinner, plainer cows, $29 and below. Bulls also on a weaker trend. Uh, most of the bulls are selling from 55 to 72. We did top yesterday at 75. Plainer bulls, 55 and back. Uh, fat cattle, uh, mostly steady within a weak undertone on the fat cattle. Choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from 78 to 88. Higher yielding choice Holsteins, 89 to 92. Select and under finished steers, 75 and down. 
Now on the calf market on yesterday's auction, uh, uh, a little better demand on the Holstein bull calves on Monday's auction. Uh, again, that's been the trend. Uh, seems the best uh, best time to sell the bull calves early in the week here. Uh, 85 to 120-pound Holstein bull calves in yesterday's auction. We're selling from 40 to 120. We do top at 125. Heifer calves, still very limited demand, $30 in below. Beef calves, decent demand. Buyers selective, though, 100 to 250. Up to 280 on those Black Angus calves on yesterday's sale. Today, Tuesday's Stratford our market auction does start this morning at uh, 11 o'clock. Um, tomorrow, Wednesday, auction starts at 10 o'clock, and also part of the sale tomorrow, we do have the feeder cattle auction. That will be uh, at noon tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, we do have a lot of cattle for that feeder sale again. Feature consignment, we do have a one owner consignment of 58 Holstein feeder steers. Uh, weighing between four and 1,000. So if uh, you folks are looking for some Holstein feeders, tomorrow will be the day here in Stratford, 12 noon. And again, of course, with the, uh, especially the Holstein feeders, it's definitely the buyer's market. Good time to get some in your lot if you're looking for some. Our next dairy sale will be next Tuesday, a week from today, November 5th. We do have a nice lineup of cattle for that sale including uh, herd dispersal. We do have several other consignments of fresh and milking cows, springing heifers, open heifers, so a good selection already. You can view that on our consignment list at Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And don't forget, uh, one week from tomorrow, special bread beef cow sale here in Stratford. A lot of beef cows for sale at that sale. And also, uh, folks in the dairy business, do keep in mind we do have several herds for private treaty available. Just give a John Benninger a call there, and uh, we'll take care of you on that. And our phone number is 715-687-4101. So, Bob, with that, we'll turn it back to you. And, uh, well, very little snow over here at the place here, at my place here. That didn't even bother the dogs this morning. They went right out, didn't even bother them. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. But uh, it's only October, so we got some more time to go. Hey, have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. You too, guys, and uh, get stocked up. Halloween's coming. You know, the trick-or-treaters are coming. Oh, absolutely, and uh, they will get there, hopefully, on Thursday night. Sure Start 2, Culex, Classic. More than 100 crop protection products. Enserve. Ever Preax and List Duo. That's what's available through the True Choice offer from Corteva AgriScience. Approach Prima, Sonic. It's an offer simpler than saying all these names in 60 seconds. Just make a qualifying Pioneer brand product purchase, and Corteva Cash is put into your True Choice account at your crop protection retailer. No waiting, no rebate. Then you can put that Corteva Cash towards more than 100 crop protection herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and stabilizers. And as you can hear, there are a lot of options for you. Open Sky, Elevore. With the True Choice offer, the only hard part is figuring out which of these products you want. Perfect match. Resicor, Instinct. Ask your local Pioneer sales representative or your crop protection retailer about the True Choice offer. More choices, more savings. All right, let's get more markets as we head over to Terrain Livestock in Thorpe. And Michelle is up in Adam and with us this morning. Morning, Michelle. How you doing? Not too bad. How about yourself? Good. I hope you got your lawn on. Well, did you get any snow over there in Torp overnight? We did. did. I actually yet? had to. Uh, no, last night when I left work, there was snow on my car. Was there really? Oh, yes. Man. Thank God it just blew away. I didn't have to, like, work at it. But oh, that's good. Still. Good. What was good about that? <laughs> well, now you get ready for hunting. You're going to have uh, snow on the ground for hunting, maybe. 
there's a like a hunting season is late this year, so it's almost a month away. So yeah, it really is. come on. It is. Yeah. Have you been up in your stand to check the recliner and the uh, coffee maker and the see if the cable's hooked up and everything? No, I haven't checked on any of it. Uh, well, mm. Still got some time. Still got some time. Yeah. All right. Well, how'd the sale go last night? All right. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, October 28th at Shereen Livestock Market in the Slavica Market. We had an extreme top of 66, consigned by John D. Zimmerman of Boyd. 82% of the cows up from 35 and above. Market cows were 47 to 62. Low-yielding cows, 34 to 46. Thin and weak cows, 33 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 78 to 91. Selects were 76 and down. For B-type steers and heifers, Choice, 83 to 98. Selects were 80 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 56 to 70, with the utilities at 54 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves sold from 30 to $95 per head. We topped at 99 with a consignment by Robert Chapik of Kadat. Lighter and lower quality calves, $20 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $35 per head. Beef calves, 80 to 200 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 33 to 40, no test on the boars. Our next sale will be tomorrow at Wednesday, the 30th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call to market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at glmbook.com. For all the butcher and livestock, your family owned in that market. Have a great day. You have a great day, too. Have you been following the Packers? Oh, my gosh. Who hasn't? Come on. I'll tell you. Did you stand and watch that game? Where would that team be without Rodgers? Wow. Uh, what about Aaron Jones? Well, Come I mean, on. yeah, but he's been getting the ball to Aaron Jones. Between the two Aarons, if we didn't have our two Aarons, holy man, we'd be... We'd be the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Don't say that. But don't you like the little dunk pass on the side, kind of like the little West Coast offense? Oh bit yeah, I know nice it. to see that, isn't it, Gad? I know it because he wasn't doing that last year. Now this year he's dumping no. it up, and Aaron Jones is taking her to the house. So that's good. And I think kind of like he knows what team means again. Yeah, it really is kind of fun to. Kind of fun. Hopefully the defense can pick it up a little bit. Hey, you have a good one. We'll talk to you later in the week. Sounds good. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over Tree Livestock and Thorpe. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you gotta see. If you can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Catnapper, Therapeutic, and England. We also carry local Wisconsin brands, Wolfcraft, Lang, and Ashley. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. 
Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. What do you call someone who does dozens of jobs? A farmer. At Pioneer, they're proud to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on earth. So from your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. Try the new Chipotle chicken scrambled egg and avocado breakfast wrap at Panera and pair it with freshly ground and brewed coffee. Breakfast that's fast, not fast food. Panera, food as it should be. And normally we go to Pat Mickle at Central Livestock, the Zambrota Sale Barn, but uh, for some reason can't get in. They've got some computer hang-up somehow, so we can't get at it. Let's take a look at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative on the Board of Trade. Slow market as uh, the harvest continues. December corn overnight down a fraction, 383. March corn also down a fraction of 393. December oats, 296. Unchanged. December wheat, 511. Unchanged. November soybeans down a penny at 919. March beans down a cent at 946. December meal down a half a dollar at 303.50 a ton. Country elevator prices. Looking at our DTN screen this morning, at Golden Plump Corn is 363. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, corn 342. The beans at 854. And at Osseo, the corn's 348 with the beans at 854. Stevens Point, soybeans at 851. At Sparta, corn 346, beans 851. At Ellsworth, 333 and 854. At the ethanol plants, Boysville's 363, Stanley 358. At the Richmond Grain Facility, corn 354. Barrel cheese up a quarter yesterday to 225 and a quarter. Blocks up two at 214 and a quarter. So that uh, inversion continues. Butter, grade double-A butter up two and a quarter at 208 and a quarter. October class three was unchanged, 1867. November class three traded 13 cents higher yesterday at 1968. December up two at 1859. January up two at 1761. February up three at 1704. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. And once again, we've got 26 degrees, looking for sunshine and 42. And again, safe travels as FFA members from all over the state start and some have already had headed out as we head for Indianapolis for the 92nd National FFA Convention. Tomorrow runs through Saturday. After the problems this year, no one has to be reminded of how cruel nature can be. I'm Shannon Latham. Come drought, hail, or high water, if you plant the minimum product required, you're fully protected by Latham Seeds Replant Program. 75 bags of Latham brand corn or a 36-bag increase gets you 100% replant. And 200 units of Latham soybeans treated with Soy Shield Plus earns the same. Let's hope not, but just in case, go to LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Winterize your RV for less than $60 at Chilson Outdoor Adventure RV. Details at Chilson.com. 
104.5.